there. We're in 1 Timothy 3. We're wrapping it up today. We have one verse, which is not as easy as it sounds because it is loaded. <laughs> loaded. You want me to read it? Mm. Yes. Yes. Are we ready? We're ready. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gird your loins, folks. Wait, this is a big one. Wait. <laughs> Carrie, I want you to sing it. Uh, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. there's a lot of talk that this was a hymn, actually. So go for it, uh-huh. Carrie. Okay, uh, go ahead. No. <laughs> uh, beyond all question, the mystery from which true godliness springs is great. He appeared in the flesh, was vindicated by the Spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the world, was taken up in glory. So let's mm. just do like a quick summation of that first off what is the mystery of true godliness okay fine suzanne you ask these questions you answer them now (laughs) another trick question Uh, (laughs) i think so i i can answer that kind of personally it's like the mystery of godliness is there's so many parts about that's what's so hard to me about that question um like, how did God do this? Like, how the mystery of God himself, you can ponder on that. The mystery I tend to, to run is like, how did I get involved in this? How did I get to be a part of this? The mystery of what actually happened. There's a lot of mystery, in, in I think, in faith and things to ponder. Um, but the mystery of Jesus Christ and what he did for us, that can keep me going. That's what I was oh, looking for. Did I get a ding, one. ding, ding? Yeah. Yes, for uh, this one, I actually was thinking of like Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Um, because when we read further in, he appeared in the flesh, mm-hmm. vindicated by the Spirit, was seen by angels, was preached among the nations, was believed on in the wor- world, and was taken up in glory. That's Jesus right there. Folks. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. It's, it's true godliness. Remember that they're talking to many people who have converted from Judaism to become Christians and the the mystery has been revealed that oh, yeah. has been talked about and talked about all the old testaments and the prophets and and all that and so this is the mystery is finally revealed it's Jesus it's Jesus and this is how he was revealed and this is how we know yeah. and this is where we get our godliness from not from a law that we can't keep it comes from Jesus him in us Christ and us. Um, I think that's that's a, a big difference and a point that um, Paul probably felt he really needed to reiterate over and over and over again, that we're not following a bunch of laws now, that Jesus came and did all this so that he could dwell in us, so the Spirit of God could dwell in us. And, and bring about true godliness. The only way we can really be godly, yeah, mm-hmm. is to have him, the indwelling of him. 
And, this, and is, this could be a very backwards, bad way to describe this. But when you look at detective novels or something like that, there is a mystery there. There's things that are clouded that people cannot see. And then at the end, it's always revealed what it is. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of that similar pattern of we know that something happened. We understand, of course, we do that according to the laws. But we don't completely understand the whole picture. Like what what really happened or how did it, the rest of the story, was it Poirot or whatever? can't think of his name in Agatha Christie or something like that. Yeah. They bring it out or something. It's like, there's, there's things that we know happened, but there's like this, what happened behind that? What's the purpose of this? Like what actually happened? And so I, I like that as a mystery. And if you're Jewish, this is not what you were expecting. No, no. Right. Like Jesus was um, scandalous to the Jews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still is. Yes. Yes. Um, but this is why it says this is the mystery, the mystery from which true godliness springs. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. So, Are we done then? No. Let's kind of talk through oh. the different parts. Yeah. <laughs> we went with Just, Jesus and now we can be finished. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did like that very first FYI box, um, Pratt. To have godliness is to have God consciousness, a God centeredness that permeates everything you do. I liked that. Mm-hmm. So I think, again, that goes back to Jesus had to come and give himself for us so that the Holy Spirit could come and dwell in us when he went to heaven. So remember he said, I got to go away, but I'm going to send the Spirit to you. And it's a good thing I'm going and he's coming. You know, like I, I grew up with the knowledge of Christ or like just knowing certain things like Jesus loved me. Yes, I know mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, But I didn't get who Jesus was. Mm-hmm. And it felt like this curtain was torn. And which is what exactly what Jesus did when he died. He tore the curtain in the temple was torn mm-hmm. so that we would have full access to the Father, full access to him through him. Yeah. And I, I just think of my life, it's like it was around me, it was here. I just couldn't see it. So give us an example. You say you had the the head knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus yeah. is he loves me. Yes, I know. Yeah. Like, give us an example of the difference between the head knowledge and the heart knowledge. Because I think that's what you're saying, right? Is that there was like a head knowledge of Jesus and then and then came in the heart knowledge. Is that like a yeah. good way to say that? I think that's a great way to say that. It's hard to fully describe that. One thing is I was around other Christians and I went to, um, I think, so like I was, I was pretty bratty early on. It was like, um, oh, you need to be born again. It was like, oh, no, thank you. I did it right the first time. I mean, I was really obnoxious. Oh, I'm not kidding. Of course I was, right? You guys, you know me. That's the way it's going to roll, right? And it was like just listening to people and go, people, do you realize? And, and then some of the things, did you realize that you sinned? I was like, yeah, and everybody does. So why should I go to church? Like I had pat questions. It's like I was, I was 
engaging in the stuff, but not getting it even close. And it was the love of other Christians who had this patience to say, so if you're a sinner, do you understand that this is what happens? That there's a, is basically, I got the salvation message, which is kind of a specific message, um, but very important, <laughs> you know, and it was that there is now this gap that you will not on your own be able to breach. And, but Jesus, he's got this plan. He died in your place. And, and, and that talked about, I'm trying to think of exactly the one that I had. Someone like drew it out and they put a cross, like there was this big valley and there was this cross that went across it. And it was like, but Jesus can, through the cross, let you be with God and he can connect you to God. And I don't understand, like, I'm trying to think back to that day that it all happened, but I think it was finally seeing my position as someone who was a sinner and separated from God. I got how important that was. And I... I think something changed inside of me. It just, I'm ready to cry again right now. So, that Jesus would do that, that I was in that position with God and I was a brat. And he still loved me. He still came for me. And he knew all that was going on. I didn't have to hide things from him. And that there was this reconciliation. He was just waiting to draw me into his arms. Mm. I know that's not the particular salvation message. I mean, you can do salvation messages on you'll be eternally damned. You'll be eternally, you know, and those are true. And it's important to see our state of being in the world. And that was information, but it was the love of Christ, the sacrifice, the submission to the father. That's what brought me to Christ. And when other Christians were exhibiting that in my brattiness, they kept meeting me and going, oh yeah, got that, you know, and what about this? And so that's what helped me come to Christ. Mm-hmm. That was the difference in my heart knowledge versus my head knowledge. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How about you guys? Are you, I, you guys had pretty early conversion, right? I converted I- late. I was, I mean, I can't remember a time, honestly, yeah. that I, that I didn't know Jesus. You know, I have markers. I know when I got baptized, I know, but, you know, I grew up in a, in a Christian home and my grandmother in particular was very um, uh, involved in my faith and in, in growing my faith. So I just, from the very beginning, I knew Jesus loved me and I loved him and um, that doesn't mean I had a perfect, I've had a perfect walk because certainly I've had plenty of rebellion and times where I did not want to submit. Um, but yeah, as far as knowing him, that, that was never a, a question. I knew who he was and what he'd done for me pretty much from my first remembrances. Mm. You know, I, and I want to just go back. I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't. My, my, my view of the Bible was distorted. My view of scripture was distorted. I did believe God helps those who help themselves was in there. It shocked <laughs> me over and over again. 
to not see these things or <laughs> to try to find them is like it's not there, you know. So so what was really helpful to me too was really seeing the truth of the foundation of what are we standing on. And it was scripture. It all pointed to Christ. Mm-hmm. And all scripture leads to the cross. Mm-hmm. All scripture leads in, I think in the Old Testament, leads to Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. And certainly in the New Testament. So it's really understanding that moment of what he did, I think. Do you want to know the reason I asked you that question? Sure. <laughs> because I really do, Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it, verse 16 here says, Beyond all question, the mystery from which true godliness springs is great. And it's the revelation that revelation of Jesus. And sometimes we have to work really hard at the revelation and not everybody gets it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, I love, love Agatha Christie. So yeah. um, that is a great way for me to kind of think of things where there's this overseer who knows what's going on right so Agatha Christie she's writing these things and she knows what's going on and she knows all the different parts that are going to come and then Perot he's the one of the main characters and he's this snarky little Belgian guy um and he's a detective and so he is kind of um he sees these things and he calls it the um the gray cells the little gray cells and that's your brain right and how his little gray cells see things differently than other people do. And how if you just take the time to stop and really observe and not get ahead of yourself, but really just watch and see what's going on, then you'll be able to think, have these things revealed to you, right? And he right. even does say like revealed. Um, and it doesn't come to everybody all at the same time. And it doesn't come to everybody in the same way. Same way. Yeah, I'm more like Scooby-Doo and the Mystery Fan. <laughs> oh, what's this? But but actually, even in the Mystery Van, they knew something's going on. Right. I wonder, like innately, I I wonder if that's a part of, I, it has to be, put in all of us this knowledge that there's something more. Mm-hmm. This knowledge yeah. of Christ is in us when we're born. I believe that. Yeah, and it's trying to find that mystery. Like, I'm a big mystery fan. I love that. Yeah. Well, even the Bible says, even the rocks will cry out, Yeah. right? And proclaim the name of Jesus. And um, so it's in us. But when will that mystery be revealed? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's not going to be the same for everybody. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't get it. What mystery? Like, I don't even get that there's a mystery. Like, that's okay, because it's coming. It's coming. And it's like Daphne in Scooby-Doo. She may not have ever gotten what was going on. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Thelma was there to kind of cover it all up, and the reward is a Scooby biscuit or a, what is it? (laughs) Something like that. But And you're right. But everybody gets to ride the bus. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's going to be revealed to everybody at a different time. Like I grew up always knowing Jesus. I grew up in a Christian house and um, I'm real similar to Angie, but my experiences are not Angie's experiences and hers are not mine. So on paper, maybe it looks the same, but it's not. It's not. Right. No. So that's and okay. I, if, your look, if your walk looks different, 
Mm-hmm. I um, first knew about Jesus. Well, I was young and I went to church, but um, when I was 14, I really understood that I needed to take Jesus as my savior. Mm-hmm. But I had a crazy wild family. I had a crazy wild boyfriend and that Jesus thing did not fit that lifestyle. And so it wasn't until I was um, 22, um, around 22, 23, that I accepted Jesus into my life, into my heart as my Mm. Savior. Um, But I, I knew it. And I, I felt the pull when I was fourteen, and and and, but I just didn't didn't do it. So not ready. No, I wasn't ready. I didn't want to submit my life to him. (laughs) And so I I lost a few years there, but thankfully he doesn't stop drawing us to himself, wooing us. He woos us. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I have a sign in my room that says, um, the chaser of my heart mm. is oh. always pursuing. I like that. Yeah. But, and so that's what he did. He chased me. He chased my heart until I finally gave it to him. So. Think of the great lengths that God went to to get us to turn to him. He sent his son who appeared in the flesh, appeared in the flesh. He was vindicated by the spirit. And what does that mean? That means like the spirit of God was on him. In Matthew three, it says, after Jesus was baptized, it says the voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love with him. I am well pleased. Mm -hmm. Like he was, God spoke over him with him. I am well pleased. He was seen by angels. Right? Like the angels came and announced to the shepherds who were sore afraid, um, you know, (laughs) God is here for you. Like he's come. Um, He was preached among the nations. Well, shoot, we're still talking about him. Mm -hmm. How many years later, we're still talking about him. He was believed on in the world. We are in this world and we're Mm -hmm. talking about him and believing him. But even back then, Paul is talking about how he believes and then he was taken up in glory. And that's where we know that like, that's after he died, was resurrected. Then he went back. He went back to heaven and sits next to God. Like, At his right hand. At his right hand. And that's a, a place of um, completion. When he sat down at the father's right hand, that's it. It's finished. I, I did what I was supposed to do. Now my work is finished. So then the Holy Spirit came for us. But yeah. What a great mystery to be revealed. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that we're we're the mystery tellers. Like we reflect that mystery. And when our foundation is on its word, on the word, on Jesus, who he is, what happens is there's this outpouring. If we are so filled with him, there's this out outer flow of him or something like that. We show people just by who we are. We're like little Agatha Christie's just walking around. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that was quite the right analogy, like murders and things like that. But at the same time, it's like, but we're able to, to reveal 
in, in our daily life as we engage people, as we love others, as Christ loved us. That's yeah. how the mystery gets revealed. And that the foundation is on the truth of his word and who he is. Ugh. Amen. 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 Oh, Jesus, you're amazing. Mm. Oh. Well, Terry, do you want to, do you want to wrap us up for the week? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yep. Thanks. Oh, Lord, we're just once again, so thankful for everything you've done for us. We're so thankful that Jesus, you would come and to go to the cross to leave your place in heaven with your father, to be separated from him for a time, to take on the sins of the world, my sins on yourself. Um, it's, it's overwhelming. We thank you that you chose to reveal the mystery that was long hidden, that the mystery is Jesus. And uh, we're so just so thankful for that, Lord. We thank you that you give us your word that um, tells us all about, the realities of Jesus tells the truth of who he is and how we come to him, how we can come to him, how we ought to live our lives, Lord. And we just um, thank you that we know that you you have um, a, a, re, a reason, a job for each one of us as we come to you. And we thank you for revealing that to us, Lord, as individuals and as a group um, called the church. And we just pray, Lord, that you would continue to lead us and guide us. And thank you again for your word that shows us who we need to be. And um, we thank you all of it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs>